0: Hi, Church. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. My name is Ken. I'm from X, London. And I would like to share a testimony on how God has really been there for me during a difficult year. So I'm sure most of you can relate, but our 20s are always seen seen as the time to live out your best life, to, to really go all out, whether that's exploring the world by living abroad or experiencing new cultures, or beating your personal records by climbing the tallest mountains or or running that marathon, or even excelling at work, be that getting a first-class honours, or completing your PhD, or completing your professional registration, or climbing the career ladder. And using all these as a measurement of how life was going, at the start of the year, mine was pretty good. I had worked and played hard, having successfully summited Kilimanjaro without any permanent damage. I think I won the Global Rising Star Award within my business, and I got selected to work on my company's flagship project, which was an electric car, and that was a great honor. But just like the Israelites in the desert after crossing the Red Sea, I grew complacent with God. I trusted in my own ability so much and I was reveling in all the good things that were happening that I unknowingly started relegating my time with God uh, more and more to, to just before meals and, and right before I sleep into more of a formality which seemed okay at that time because so many good things were happening and nothing bad could happen until COVID came and I was put on furlough at the start of April, with just understanding that I'll be back in a couple of weeks, and it wasn't a big deal. But those couple of weeks turned into a couple of months, turned into indefinite, without any clear plans. And so after the first lockdown, when everyone else's lives appeared to be restarting and resuming as normal, I was stuck in limbo. And I really felt a sense of formal, the fear of missing out. And to make matters worse, my director and my senior manager, the two people whom I really trusted to have my back in any business decisions, the both of them were let go with immediate effect by the business. They were here on Friday and they were gone on Monday. Just like that, I felt so much fear. I felt like my job, my way of life, my right to stay in the UK with my UK visa, that all of this was or at risk, and there was nothing I could do about it. And I felt so powerless. I so felt like I've lost my sense of purpose because without the projects, the targets, and the achievements at work, I, I felt like I lost my source of validation and my drive in life. And in short, the whole furlough period, it, it wasn't a holiday for me. <laughs> I felt horrible with that constant lingering sense that something bad was going to happen and that fear of the unknown just at the back of my mind. And I started having doubts. I questioned God's plans for me. And I also questioned whether I had been serving enough in church and maybe this was a result of me not doing enough, which in hindsight is a wrong way of interpreting God's love because His love has nothing. uh, It's just not solely dependent on what we do. And it's from His grace. And so, as much as I struggled with losing control and the fear of the unknown, the lockdown also brought uh, some unexpected blessings. So, I live two hours outside of London, which means that normally I wouldn't be able to attend any of the church events on a weekday, such as prayer meeting, meetings, or homes, or homeless feeding, or even just going out for meals together, and... Even though I felt like it was still my calling to serve in Acts, I also knew that I was losing out in that fellowship and that discipleship that came with doing life together. Came with doing life together. And pre-COVID, I really wrestled with the thought that perhaps it was time for me to leave Acts Church and to look for a more local one. And I really was unsure about my direction in life, or my purpose in life. But... By having church and homes move online, while it was a great inconvenience to many people, it was secretly a blessing to me and I felt so grateful for Gareth's invite to be able to join East London homes. and I really really enjoyed bonding with the homies over that. And I also started attending this Bible study with friends and from these two communities, just being able to hear the testimonies that was happening in other people's lives about how God has helped them overcome their struggles or gave them comfort during a difficult time. And also the sharing of the word, that really made me desire to draw closer to God again. And so I restarted my Bible reading sessions. And I became more committed to my quiet time. After all, for all this destruction stripped away, there really wasn't any excuse so I read through the New Testament and I was reminded about Jesus' promise for us again, our promises for us again and all the miracles that he's done for us. And then there was also Pastor Kenneth's series about overcoming worry, anxiety, and fear. And these two are really useful for me and it gave me a lot of comfort. But it was Pastor Dave's sermon all the way back at the end of May, I believe, on human trials that really struck a chord with me in me. So he mentioned, and if you allow me to quote scripture, James 1, 2 to 4, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And to me, this was a good reminder that, that trials were there to reveal the condition of our faith without the veil of work and studies to distract us. And it was clear at that time that my faith had really been eroded because of the neglect and the lack of care that I've given it. And I realized that for the longest time I've been finding my pride and my strength in my own achievements at work or in life uh, rather than from God. And that this lockdown period, this furlough period was an opportunity to fix that. And it really took consistent intent and and faith to surrender to God and to constantly remind myself that I should put God in front of everything. I should allow him to take the lead in my life and not just as a last resort to solving difficult problems. And this was especially difficult for me because I so, so enjoyed trying to be in control in my own life. Uh, Just a classic, class, type A personality. It's really, really bad. But gradually, as my faith increased, my anxieties and my fear of the unknown started bothering me less and less. And I began to feel this reassurance that was coming from God and from the promises God made to me and to us, and rather than from my current circumstances, which weren't great. And if you allow me to quote scripture again, and you're welcome to read along because I'm pretty sure most of you know this verse. It's Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13. Yeah, most of you know this. Uh, I should know this, but I'm still going to read from the screen because I don't want to mess up. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You would seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So these verses were originally given by God as a promise to the exiles uh, from Egypt, sorry, from Israel. But it became a constant reminder at the back of my mind, especially when things went especially bleak. And it was after surrendering control to God that I noticed him starting, that I noticed God has always been providing for me. So I joined this volunteering group to help the elderly who had to self-isolate because of COVID. And it really gave me a sense of purpose during furlough, just knowing that I was able to help my neighbours, knowing that I was able to make a difference in my community. And it was just that simple act of delivering medication, groceries, and chatting with all these older people that I was really able to share God's blessing with them. And also, to be there for them from what I imagine was a very lonely period in their lives, and I believe like many of you have experienced firsthand uh, through Project Christmas here, it really is so rewarding and such a blessing to 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 give back, and to help other people, and so that was what I was feeling. It was really good. I also starting started getting job interviews over LinkedIn with other companies, when at a time when most businesses were downsizing and I'm and I really, really am grateful for it. And even though not all these opportunities led to a job offer due to various reasons, I was at peace. I felt calm because I knew that God will open the right doors for me if it was part of his plan. And so there was this one opportunity that came by for a robotics role that was based in London. And so robotics was my main passion back in university. And being based in London meant that I could play a more active role in church if I got it. So I went ahead with the application and I had my first interview with the recruiter. And everything was going well until she pointed out that, oh no, this job, it has a minimum, you need a minimum level of experience to be able to apply for it. And the minimum level of experience is five to 11 years, and which is insane. Because I hope it's obvious to you that I don't look that all. I have only three years of experience and that's really stretching it. But this recruiter really showed me a lot of favor. And she said that, you know what? I'm still going to progress your application despite the big experience gap. And if you do well, you do well. You deserve the job. So what followed was weeks of interviews, including one, which was a five hour interview session with five different managers. And it was nonstop, except for a half an hour break in between for lunch. And I really needed God's strength and he really provided for me. And so after all of that, after all of that, I heard nothing back from the recruiter. <laughs> and so I decided, huh, uh, this doesn't look good. You know what, I'll give the recruiter a call just to check on my status and just to get any feedback without any expectation. Whatsoever, so the recruiter picked up the phone and said like, "Oh yeah, by the way, did you know, you, you did better than the other applicants and you got the job." I was like, "Huh, you should have told me," (laughs) but that's besides the case. And so yeah, it was amazing that I had to roll and and if you ever needed a clear sign of God's miracle, that that is it, with that huge experience gap with, with zero experience in the industry that I was applying for, I managed to get it, and I feel so I felt so blessed. But more importantly, it was also God answering all my prayer requests about wanting to be closer to church and the community there, about wanting job security, but not just being able to retain my job, but also for new opportunities to do well. And this role answered all of it. It was thanks to God. So in summary... I think if there was anything that you could take away from my testimony is that it's so important to to rely and trust in God, to make God your 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 source of strength, and that really really helped me cope throughout this difficult period. And it's also important to realize that as followers of Christ, it doesn't mean that we are that we wouldn't experience any struggles in life. And Jesus has never promised that, but what he does promise to give us is that strength and that peace to endure any adversity. And so if I could insert one last uh, Bible verse, it's from Philippians 4, 6, and it says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, who guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So ultimately, I urge you to surrender to God, to surrender your worries, to surrender your needs and your wants to him and to watch him provide for you, to provide what's best for you. And so I really hope this testimony has been an encouragement to many of you who are dealing with your own fears and your own worries as to what the future holds, be it direction after graduation, during your studies or at work. And yeah, thank you for listening. And I really hope, I really look forward to seeing all of you once physical church resumes and I'm able to move to London. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and God bless you.